Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the SAP. This is your boy Dave, Neil, and Tasha Marie Courtney. Hello, Tasha. Hello. Good morning. How do you sound? Do you need to turn that up? We didn't do a sound test. Talk no, to me. I feel fine. You feel fine? You I feel don't want us to shout, so maybe you can turn our headphones down. You want to do an A you want to do an ASMR. Turning our headphones down, it wouldn't help us not shout. You mean our microphones? No, headphones. Headphones, we would probably want to turn them up. Which what do you want? Two here? I'm good. Okay, good Tasha's home. good. Dave's good. We are here. In our new recording studio, which is the patio. Is it called a patio? What do you want to call this? Yeah, the patio. I've been calling this the bachelorium. It's like we're, it's like a little stadium we have here. We've got high walls. We're in, it, we're in our new um, house. I've, I'm, I, I keep on wanting to call it an apartment, but it's really, a, I guess it's, it's technically a duplex. No? It's a duplex here in a new part of town in Los Angeles, California, and we are... Sort of in this, it feels like a European... You're still a little loud. You're still talking a little loud. I'm talking loud, like my actual volume is loud. Sounds like I'm talking at a normal volume here. Okay. Okay, so are you okay? That's good. Yeah, just keep it... I think, honey, you have a naturally very loud voice. So if you think you're talking quiet, talk a little quieter, and then it'll be a good amount of quiet. Here's the deal with you. Okay, you want to get into voices? Here's the deal. When you grow up... You need to have your voice heard in life, or no one's gonna listen to you. So sometimes you gotta shout. And no, for anyone listening, sometimes you whisper and people lean in people because <laughs> they they want to hear what you have to say. Wow, very fascinating. I would have never thought I would have fallen in love with a highly sensitive person because what a uh, what a um, you're like you're like the jockstrap on my um, my uh, personality. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. You're literally everything I do bothers you. How could you possibly be attracted to me if everything I do? Because you know why? Every guy that we ever meet, like that guy yesterday, we had a casting and there was a guy there and he was like a good looking dude, ripped, he was tall. And um, afterwards you were like, that guy was such a douche. He had no brain cells. And I was like, I think you just don't like men. I think you're anti-men. You're like a man hater. And I'm just enough of a guy. I'm not manly enough for, for you to hate me. Is that it? Speak for yourself now, Tom. No, absolutely not. That's not it at all. That guy was just like... Very much taking his sweet, sweet time, knowing that we were there oh, so waiting. Like, I think it, he, like, obviously there's been a long line at this casting all day, and there's always people on deck and waiting, and he was just really taking his his sweet time uh, getting out of there. No, like, he could very much see that we were on deck. But that's not I, something I would have ever noticed. Like, why are you worried? You're, you, you think other people are out to, like, uh, you, you think everyone's inconsiderate. I do think people are generally inconsiderate, <laughs> yeah. And, and, but maybe I didn't think he was doing it on purpose. I was just like, this guy, like, everybody around him was giving him the signals that it was like, okay, time to go. And because he, like, wasn't going. I completely disagree. I enjoyed his energy. I thought he was perfectly fine. Are we talking about the same person? We're talking about the same person, yeah. You notice things, like, you're perceptive. That's, that's the highly sensitive person thing. You're perceptive of things other people aren't perceptive of. Like, you're always like, oh, that person was such an asshole at the bank. I'll be like, really? I thought we were going to be friends. We followed each other on Instagram, you know. Anyway, well, this is an audio-only version of the podcast, but we are recording a video version for our Patreon members. You know, we are in our brand new backyard, which uh, for the Patreon, thank you for watching, you'll see there is nothing behind us except um, a couple succulents and a about a 10-foot wall. So I don't think you can see the succulents. No, they're not. Well, we'll have to take an Instagram story. So for the for the people that um, that uh, want a, an illustration of where we are, it's kind of like a 10-foot wall 
three-walled backyard. You know what I mean? Do you, want, do, you have, do you have a better way of describing where we are right now? No, it's very much a little, like, pod. It, it feels very, like, secure and private. If you dropped me off in, in, like, the hills of Santorini, Greece, and told me this was the backyard, I would believe it. Because we're, like, on top of each other. We heard our neighbors having sex yesterday for long... I mean, I don't want to say hours... But they were having sex. Why do you keep taking your headphones off? To check and see if you're not being okay, too loud. I'm not being too loud. So keep your headphones on or I'll start yelling. This freaking chick over here, guys, is your batshit. Freaking. You're like, yeah, well, I don't know. I'm trying to not swear as much. Their neighbors were just, I mean, this chick was getting plowed. She, you, all right. Do you want to do a better job of, of, of calling No, I just don't think that. Put your headphones back obviously on. Obviously, if we could hear them, they could hear us. Yeah, but they weren't. This isn't the level of sex they were having. Do you want me to do... If you don't put your headphones back on, I'm going to get as loud as they were. <laughs> but let's put it this way. The dogs were tuning in. I had to have a cigarette when they were... I want to say when they were done, but we had to leave. We couldn't even stay for their grand finale. They were still going at it. And I was like, there's... The worst part about when the, your neighbors have good sex is that it makes me question my sex. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think we've ever made noises that I heard from our neighbors, put it that way. I don't know. Do you, what do you think of when you hear the neighbor sex? That doesn't make you uh, put your ear to the wall? No. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. If you, do don't, you, you, don't hear, you don't hear a porno being shot next door and start, wha- and start uh, asking questions in your head? No. Okay, great. Fantastic podcasting, folks. Here we go. I, um, we moved over the weekend. We were going to record this podcast yesterday as a road cast because the audition we had was in Orange County, which is a long drive. So we were going to do it there and I had technical difficulties. So we brought the equipment outside. People, a lot of people that don't know California don't realize how volatile the temperatures are. It, like today it's going to rain, which is pretty rare. But yesterday it got probably into the 90s. And right now I'd say it's in the low 60s. I'd say 50s. You say things in the 50s? We're bundled up here. I'm in my flannel. And um, luckily, I'm surprised I got you out of your uh, pajamas. This was a big big start to your day today that I got you out of your pajamas. All I got to say is I'm putting the camera on and you'll be good to go. How does it feel? Tell me about the new place. I love it. I'm, I'm in love with it. I mean, obviously, we still have a thousand boxes everywhere. Uh, so it's a bit stressful still. We've got a ton still to put away. But I think we can... I mean, I'm just antsy to get through it. I have probably a spare hour this morning after we're done with this to put some things away. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm ready for our place to be, like, the beautiful home it deserves to be. You say, and I'm just going to call you out. This is all friendly, Tasha. This is is in good fun, Tasha. But you say you want to unpack, and last night you took a nap. As I was unpacking, and you didn't wake up till you heard the air fryer button go off, <laughs> you freaking Pavlovian beast. <laughs> you go, ding! Oh, what's going on? I was trying to make some my, french fries for myself. My primary <laughs> goal all is like since... Okay, so for people who don't know, we basically started like full steam ahead packing around 11 a.m. on Friday. We had pre-packed a little bit, or I had, I guess I should say. No, we pre- packed for several weeks. We had boxes lined up. Stuff. We got rid of the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you're packing in a 600-square-foot apartment, you have to pack something, stack it, and move it because it's going to be in the way. Yeah, it was definitely, it was a tough situation. I mean, I, I'm I, I'm not going to let you get off with saying like that you 
pre-packed in the same manner that I did. Listen, the neighbors got off if you want to talk about getting off. But but we, you know, we tried. We did some pre-packing. You maybe could have tried a little harder, but it's okay. We're The past is in the past. See how You see uh, how I accept compliments, folks? They come with a dagger. You want a compliment? Sure, I'm going to stab the shit out of you first. Uh, but anyway, so fri- we were picking up our keys on Friday, so... Um, I had I got done with work early on Friday, so basically from 11 a.m. on was full steam ahead. And it's important to note that we are moving 15 minutes east. We lived uh, eight minutes west of downtown. We're moving eight minutes east of downtown. On 12. 12. But, uh, it, but um, so Friday, all day, packing. Uh, slept there oh, Saturday, Friday. Friday, Friday, all Friday, day. But don't glaze over. The devil's in the details. Friday, packed till 2 a.m. Okay, yeah, and we picked up the keys in the afternoon. We dropped off one car load that was pretty much just my closet and, and a TV. A TV. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't a lot of stuff. Which, by the way, uh, this, and again, I'm just going to keep interrupting you because there are very important details. We need to mine here. We're mining for the details. The You you had begged me to buy you vacuum-sealed bags. I said, honey, I've done this game before. I know how it works. It doesn't, Okay. So eight vacuum seal bags cost forty dollars. No, twelve. We bought twelve. All right. So so we bought two packs of six. So a pack of six cost forty dollars. Okay. I buy the double XL Ziploc bags. Now don't get it twisted. These aren't your potato chip Ziploc bags. These are three and a half to four foot tall Ziploc bags, and you can carry them out. And you can also like put a knee on them to like get the air out, then Ziploc it, and then it like. Sort of vacuum seals well, the old school way. Let me tell you my critique of your bags. Your bags don't shrink down super small. They still have a pretty big footprint in the house, and that's what I was trying to avoid. But as just we were like to me pack. at Times Square New Year's Eve, they hold their seal. You understand? My bags hold their seal, and half of mine did. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to return these because these were. Uh, Horrible. No, they they sort of work. No, no, no. Half of mine. Look, that that did. I'm looking at one right now. Yeah, but They're there's one space, right behind it that did. Look at that space saver, lifetime replacement guarantee. Yeah, that's because they know they don't work, so they price them at a point where they'll just keep sending you new ones. So anyway, they don't work. We tried even when you were like, oh, maybe it's because we left them in the trunk and the sun heated them up. Nope. Then we uh, we literally I vacuum sealed a pillow. Uh, didn't like touch it. Three or four of them got massive holes in them, which is super disappointing. How how did they get holes? I don't know. Um, but, so, you know, the ones, there are still plenty that are completely sealed in my closet. But at least mine, my Ziploc, I should get sponsored by Ziploc for this. My Ziploc bags have handles. So these, as soon as they lose their seal, they're just shrink-wrapped bags that are now baggy anyway. So... They just they they just didn't do their job. All I right. got I got to return all of them. I want all my money back. I'm not. I don't want to replace the parts. I want my money back. I don't support space saver <laughs> jumbo bags. Go I saw F yourself. Somebody giving away a bunch of them on the like free group. <laughs> they don't work. No, they. D- I Where's mean, Tesla? Give me Elon Musk here. Make me some vacuum seal technology. This. It just doesn't work. There's no other thing to say. Look, I'm looking at one. It's got, we already have, du- we already tried to duct tape some of the holes. It's just a mess, guys. It's not the way you want to go into a move. Anyway, <laughs> so back to the main story, which is all day Friday from 11 a.m. till, yeah, about 2, 2 a.m. We packed. Woke up at 6.45. Okay. Maybe on the Saturday part, morning. The fun part. This, this is, is where it becomes amazing race. Moving day. The truck. We picked up the truck. I woke up with a moving hard on. I was so <laughs> amped to get this truck. Here's the deal. 
you reserve the truck. And if anyone knows rental cars and rental trucks, they don't keep your exact truck ready for you. They just go, yeah, we'll have it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You want a midsize SUV? Sure. We'll have that. And and then you get there and it's and it's anyone's game. And they go, oh, if we don't have what the thing you're looking for, we'll give you a $50 credit. And it's like, bro, I'm trying to move my life today. So you can take your $50 credit and put it towards uh, space saver uh, inflatable bags because it ain't going to fly. So hey, why don't you pick up the story because you're clearly just watching the dog pee on the other side it's of the... Not peeing this is going to be the problem if we podcast outside is that your ADD is ridiculous. No, it's fine. So we'll pick up the story. Uh, 7 a.m. We go to pick up the truck. It takes you a couple minutes. You get the one that we wanted, right? Like it's a, a no kiosk. It's a no kiosk truck. You got to go find the truck in a lot by yourself. There's no guy named Gary there who's going to fill you in. You got to get to it, check in, and then you get into the front door, which is unlocked. And then there's a code, and that code takes you to the back door where there's a padlock. You undo the padlock, and then it finds the key. They don't give that to you until you like um, sort of like check in online and they like run your driver's license or something. None of this can be done before time. So you didn't get to see any of this, Tasha. This this is all happening at 7.30 a.m. in a lot in the middle of nowhere, Los Angeles. So anyway, you get it. You get the code. You leave. You park it. And by the way, I had to have my car positioned at 11 a.m. on Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, four days in advance right in front of our apartment or else I wouldn't have had prime parking for the U-Haul, which makes a big difference. Anyway, I, I don't know. People, Maybe people don't want to relive the whole story, but I had to hire a few friends. Thank you so much. Shout out to Paul and uh, Tom for helping me out. But before the friends arrived from our third floor walk-up apartment, I carried the equivalent of two SUVs worth of Boxes. boxes. Not, yeah. not like what would fit in an SUV, like the weight of an SUV. Yeah, there were probably 40 boxes that you carried by yourself. I've got my arm, my forearms are like the skin is gone. Look, it just like cuts everywhere. But it we looks really, like I fought a bobcat. That's what we really needed because you're right when you say like we packed as, as much as we could in advance. I don't know. Maybe we could have done a little better, but we did pack quite a bit in advance. And then getting all of those boxes out of the way left us room to work to get the rest of the stuff packed. The problem was by the time the guys got there and started moving out the bigger pieces of furniture and stuff, it was scramble time for me. There was no more like organizing as we packed the way that I had in advance. Yeah, there's no more wondering if you want to save your McAfee antivirus security <laughs> DVD. Basically, anything that was in a drawer that wasn't get packed was getting shoved in a box and taped up. Uh, you shoved things in a box so hard it felt like the neighbors were uh, climaxing. That's what it... And uh, so anyway, long, long day. We we well, but we packed to, and moved all day Saturday. We get to the new place on Saturday after we packed. And to be honest, it only took... The, my buddies helping me move three hours, but I rode them hard. Speaking of the neighbors, I rode these guys hard. So we get, we get everything packed. It's all lined up. And then, um, and then we get to the new place at three 30. I get a phone call from U-Haul saying, Hey, we need the car back by four. And I'm thinking that ain't going to happen, dude. I'm not going to have the car back in 30 minutes. First of all, you're an 18 minute drive away. I got to fill up one and a half gallons of gas. Cause I'm not going to give you an extra fume of gas. And um, anyway, I only got them the car back 50 minutes late, but they had, you know, they had double booked me or whatever the story is. And apparently U-Haul, like, you know, they make their profits off of like renting, uh, 
um, you know, moving blankets. So instead of spending the $8 on moving blankets to rent them for the day, I bought $50 worth that I don't need now. So if anyone wants to buy moving blankets, let me know. I'll sell them to you for $42. But, uh, yeah, it was a it was a rigmarole. Then Sunday we had to end up doing five car loads just to get the rest. Yeah, of Yeah, the there stuff was out. a lot that was left over. I mean, we packed the truck to the gills, but like I said, there was a lot that was still on not not boxed up under the sink ready. stuff. Oh, the yeah, under the, the sink stuff. Cleaning you. products, but like you know, as much as you want to just throw everything away, which we ended up throwing away a ton of stuff. But you know, there's stuff that like it makes sense for it to come with you, like. Lysol. <laughs> and the problem is, is you want to be helpful and be like, oh, I'll, I'll donate this. Thousands of people have lo- left this city and there's a surge in supply of, of bullshit. There's things I couldn't sell. I, I bought a $200 bed frame two months ago. And you know where it is? In the back alley of our old place. I couldn't sell it for 40 bucks. I just couldn't get rid of this shit. So it's kind of like, you know, now, what can you do? I mean, if you're ready to take a critique, I no, asked I'm you not. a Let's month in on. advance to list it and you never did until two days before we we're supposed to move. I asked you to put it in the free group. You never put it in there till day of. Well, if I'm you not, give people a little bit of notice no, no, no. in the free group, get, they you, can you come You can't pick try to up. sell something. You can't try to sell your bed frame two months in advance. Like I'm going to make sure we sleep at night. And we're sleeping on a mattress right now. So we obviously didn't need the bed frame. Well, that's a good point. You have a good point there. But this, anyway, so we've made it. We have a lot to do. It's been very, I, I think, here's what's interesting. We've, we've always said this. The things that would lead us into, like, really bad fights, it's always stupid stuff. But how would you rate our communication on the move? Because, you know, maybe some people need some, maybe some people can learn from this. I think. Which would probably be the most stressful thing we've ever done moving together. Moving weekend. We did really well. I would, I, honestly, I would give us like a nine and a half out of ten. We had a safe word. Yeah, we did. Um, sod. Sod. S O D. Sod was our safe word. I don't know why we chose sod, but I think because um, we were thinking about the turf that we were going to put in the backyard. So we had a safe word, and it was used. Um, you actually denied me of the safe word once. Um, do you need it? Do you need a moment there? No, just, I just someone. need a half a second. I'm you need, she out. needs half a second. So I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll pitch uh, th- what we're doing to all of our non-Patreon members. So the podcast is something we've obviously done for six years on the audio version only. I've started sharing it on the YouTube, but here's the deal. Because we don't have a dedicated YouTube channel for the podcast, whenever I post podcast videos, they don't do as well because that's not what my YouTube channel, that's not what my people really want to see. Now, don't get me wrong, a percentage of my YouTube subscribers want to watch the podcast, but if a normal video gets 40,000 views, the podcast might only get 4,000, and that that tells YouTube that 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 my audience doesn't like the podcast, which I don't think is true. It's just a it's just more of a niche thing. So, this episode, the video will only be available on the Patreon, which is the private membership community and ranging from 5, 8, 12 or $50 a month depending on what people want to pay. So, for $5 a month, I'm thinking we do at least one video episode a month that's just for the patreon and that that way we can help some people transition over that want to and if you must listen then you can listen for free on the audio like it's always been free on the audio but anyhow so um so yeah so we had a safe word tasha's back she had to send a text and i just so eloquently transitioned into a promotion Uh, we had a safe word which i always and i told you before i was like look whenever we've done a safe word before whenever i need to use the safe word you tell me to go shove it up my ass and um there was a moment when you denied me the safe word and I had to give it a minute, but then you, you did come around. 
but it took you a minute. You still weren't I accepting the same I'm word. not going to accept <laughs> this criticism right now because there were plenty of times when you not necessarily denied me the safe word, but you don't, when you say the safe word, nine times out of 10, I give you a very loving response. Okay, we take a deep breath. I give you a kiss. We hug. We look into well, each clearly other's Clearly, I didn't eyes. need the safe word then. And safe word's for when you don't want to respond. That's the whole meaning. And there were plenty of times when you were flying off the handle. <laughs> and I said, you need to sod. And you said nothing, continued doing what you were doing, just gave me the silent treatment. Doesn't mean I didn't hear you. Like you came in the kitchen is, once and you. But how you, is the silent treatment an equal response? I've never given to, you the silent treatment in the world. To my response to our safe word. My response to our safe word, nine times out of ten, I'll give you that there are plenty of times where I'm just like, <laughs> take that safe word and shove it up your butt. Fold it sideways and shove it up your <laughs> ass. But your response to the safe word has not been. The, has not been nearly as productive as my response to the safe that word. That is so not true. It is true. All right. Well, let's. We, sh we should bring back the safe word into everyday life. If if we need it for the crazy move, why should we should have a safe word available for when we're losing our cool on each other and we don't appreciate it? Because let me tell you something. I've learned. Like you've done a you've done a healthy job of setting boundaries. Like when we fight, you 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 won't accept it if I swear. I haven't sworn in years. The other day you got so mad at me, and I'll give you credit, you apologized. You got so mad at me. I don't want to dig into the whole story because it's just not interesting content. It's stupid. But you got so mad at me, you're saying, F this, F that, blah, blah, blah. And I go, and you go, and that's why you're so mad. I go, honey, I'm not mad. And I just, I literally maintained this level. We got home. We got out of the car. 20 minutes later, you came up and you apologized to me. I have no idea what you're talking exactly, about. Exactly, because you blacked out. You were yelling at me. This is so, this sounds so domestic and sad. After we left a Lowe's, <laughs> because you here's well, this is what happens. This is what happens in life. We when we work hard towards something, we think someone else isn't working hard towards it. So like for me, my YouTube channel has been blowing up, and by blowing up, it's been a nuclear explosion, um, just nuclear. <laughs> you sound like George Bush. Am I am I saying it wrong? Nuclear. 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 I, I pronounce it how I pronounce it. I'm not changing. I'm 35. This is how I say nuclear. Okay. I don't care if I sound like George Bush. You, uh, you compare me to a president. That's fine by me. Okay. <laughs> I'll be the old W. Um, shame. Shame once. Shame on me. Fool me again. Well. Well. Then shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't even make it up. Um, what was I saying? That. Uh, I I was working really hard and okay, I was okay, feeling yeah. like, so it's like for me, you weren't for me, look, caring as much as I was. You wanted the place to be as clean as possible to leave, which I get it. But you had like an $1,100 deposit on the line. 1200 Okay, 1200 Great. And that and that's good and all. And for, for me, the amount of uh, YouTube revenue coming in to like make other content and keep, you know, I look at it as like a train. I have to continuously shovel coal into that train, not all day long, but every couple hours, on weekdays. But but it, that's how it has been, honey. And I'm perfectly fine with you putting all of your energy and focus into YouTube right now. I, I fully support that. But I want you to remember that <clears throat> you have to, like, balance other things in life. So having full steam ahead on YouTube and making three videos a day doesn't mean you can slack on packing or doing the multitude of things that I ask you to do. Because there's stuff that I can't get done while... I'm at work. You know, of I've got to, I, I literally care, I took that, care of this no, spectrum. Honey, you made me ask Sod. you 
You made me ask you for two weeks straight to take care of getting our our internet and whatever moved over. You made me ask you for two weeks straight to list four things online or on the free group. And you literally didn't even do it until after I asked you like four times day of our move. Well, well, I'll say this. I hear you, but you don't you don't notice what I do do. I do the couch. I, you know, I coordinated that getting out, which is a big deal. There's things that I do do. I, I produce all of our, all of this content. You know, you just show up and put your headphones on when it's 30 seconds into the intro. But this is not what we're talking about. No, but I'm just saying there's, there's a, yes, you're right. There's a, there's a crazy level of like managerial stuff that we've had to do for the move. And I understand we didn't get it all, but I pride myself on, I, pr- I do pride myself on producing I do pride myself on getting things done that need to get done. But here's my issue, and this has always been my issue, is that you prioritize your things and you put on the back burner our things or my things, things that I designate to you. And and, and, and my response to that is not to deny it, but it is that I prefer to do things that I can control. So it's like it's very hard for me to schedule the podcast with you. And that's not a blame on you. That's just I can't know when you're going to be free, you know, when I don't want to spring things on you, you got to be in the right mindset. So it can be a very challenging thing to organize. And then you throw in guests. Oh my gosh. It's so out of my wheelhouse. It is. But multiple times I've said like, let's just designate a time. Let's make it a time that every week from 10 to 11 or whatever on Saturday, we do the podcast, sit down and designate that time and nothing else gets booked in that time. And that makes it very easy but we have yet to do that. Yeah, I know. And we and that's that's a good idea. You know, part of like part of where I've come from is such a hectic and I know this is gonna sound like an excuse, but it's it's a it's kind of like a true one. My whole twenties I worked, you know, made my side income, my living basically doing like background work. And what happens with background work? You get a phone call at nine thirty at night of where you need to be the next day at five AM. It is brutal. I have to retrain myself to live on a set schedule. Even with like free ride and Uber and all these other jobs, there's like castings. You know, we got a last minute, relatively last minute casting, right? Yesterday was Tuesday. So Monday we found out Tuesday we got to be so-and-so. So like so often things are being thrown in a loop that I need to get to a place where I realize I'm not going to go to that Taco Bell audition because it's more lucrative for me to just make a YouTube video that day. And, and it's more lucrative for me to set up the podcast. So where we are right now, no, I agree with you. Where we are right now is we move to a new place. We can invest in some some certain equipment or some sort of like set design. Like we're going to make, for those that are watching on on Patreon, again, thank you for your support. This is going to be a turfed, let's talk about the backyard. Let's well, let's transition into talking about our, what we're going to do because I think people actually do really care about this. So the, so I'm, by no means am I quitting on the podcast. I just need to like take a minute, still do this weekly, but understand moving forward, we have a set time that we record. Maybe we do two. I, here's my point, honey, is that... You got to go in the front <clears throat> of it. We can, with a few simple steps, make it really easy for us to do the things we need to do. It's about organization. It's about having a set schedule. It's about honoring our commitments when we say, oh, we have to do this thing at our, at this time so that we have time left over at, at in other parts of the day and other parts of the week to do the things that come up last minute. It's really simple stuff, but, you know, we just have not done a good job of 
prioritize of making a schedule, a content calendar of knowing when things need to be done, when they need to be done. If I, if I, if if my YouTube blows up and if my new, my, my new tube goes uclear, I have a a uclear new tube. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just, I'm, I've gotten re-mad about the way this whole move went. (laughs) If anyone's watching the Patreon, you can see Tasha's body language just shifted. It's so funny because when we had Shannon D on the podcast, Shannon and I both was that no, is that her last name? D. When Shannon and I both noticed Tasha went from normal to bitch face and Tasha denies it completely. No, I mean yeah, because I literally wasn't mad. I was just thinking about something. But you have that face and body language right now where you got all upset and and the idea Yeah, is but this I actually am. But so you, here's what you're good at. You're good at telling me what I need to do. Okay. Let's let's be honest. You are the older sister, and you were probably really good at telling Chelsea what to do all day. You probably put, you probably dressed her up in bows let's that you ask wanted. Her. Let's. You want to call her? No. Do you, do you think Do you think that um, you were controlling to to Chelsea? No. Okay. Do you think you're controlling to me? No. I think okay. I like do whatever you want. But uh, you know, when I need you to handle something, a lot of times you don't. A lot of times you don't, and it, it really. Is super upsetting because, like, you dropped the ball on a lot of stuff that I asked you to do for the move. Okay. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, but I also, you know, I also did, like, five persons, five movers jobs over the yeah, weekend. Yeah, I agree. So and I gave I, you boatloads of praise yeah, no, for I'm, that. I'm not asking for it, but I just, I un- I'm not denying it. Like, but, I'm like, not this, good is a, at this is an ongoing problem in our relationship. That I drop the ball. That you drop the ball on stuff that I ask you to do. That's important to me. That's specific. Like I need, I've got a lot on my plate too. And so when I delegate tasks to you, I mean, you literally, babe, you made me be responsible for packing everything except your clothes. I packed our entire house. It was a lot of stress. It was a lot of pressure. I I had to go through all of our stuff and try and sort things out and throw things away. I asked you to handle a few small things and you didn't do those for me. Well, I... When you say you've had to pack everything, most of what was done was when I was running boxes. So I was like the mule and you no, were No, I'm like talking about in advance. I'm talking about in advance. I laid out for you a plan of how I wanted our house to be like packed and ready to go. I mean, we really should have had the entire kitchen packed except for like three dishes yeah. a full week in advance. You, you really left me in a lurch. It was a lot of stress. It was well, a lot we of were pressure. were very far behind. And it made this... Just like it didn't run smoothly, it was super stressful, and it it could have gone way better. Like now we ha- we still are like sorting through our stuff on this end. All of that could be done by now. So I agree with you. It could have gone way better, and but we also agree that we kept our moods at a nine point five out of ten. So so there is a there is a win there. Now moving forward, yes, we need to do a better job of. Again, I'm not skirting this, but we need to do a better like uh, like if like if, if there's bad communication. If I'm bad at if 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 you're dropping the ball on something, I have to take ownership for how I communicated to you. Now, I'm not saying you didn't spell it out for me. I'm just saying moving forward, rather than looking backward, moving forward as a couple, we do this podcast to kind of share our life with others. This is kind of like a therapy. Moving forward, we can't change that. And I'm not trying to not take ownership over it. I'm just saying let's find a clear and concise way that. That's something that works for my brain, which I'm not saying I'm like, I've never, I've never taken Adderall. I've taken like a t- an eighth of an Adderall someone gave me once when I was hungover, but I, I'm, my brain's not fried from anything 
outside induced. But my brain does go in, in a bunch of crazy directions. I make I make 15 videos a week, and and that the the thing that I think people like about me is that I'll shoot things in all different directions and, and somehow get to the finish line at the end. And I know that's annoying for a life partner, but I need to find out what works with the framework within my brain. And I'm not saying that as like I'm not taking ownership over it. I'm just saying I'm realizing who I am, and I don't. Yeah, do but good. you're 35. And it's a huge burden on me for you to just be figuring out who you are no, no, no. instead of like just buckling down and getting stuff done well, when it's important. I, listen, I'm not saying it's not important. I'm just saying whatever works in your brain, there needs to be a converter to get it to work in my brain. You know what I mean? Like we have an outlet. We have a two prong outlet, a three prong thing. We need a little adapter. So what I'm saying is moving forward, we have to find a way that you say something and that I respond to it in a way where you know you're being heard. Because sometimes, here's what happens. <laughs> this, and this is 100% the truth. You'll leave for work and I'll start making content. I got like 15 tabs open because I'm running through different information. And please, listen, please like I'm understand. Listening. I know I'm just saying, please understand that this is, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the gift of explaining to you how my brain works and how I get overwhelmed. And I'll start making things. And what happens is you'll head to work. I'll say, bye, babe. Love you. You'll get in your car and then you'll start calling me and you'll start rattling off things for me to do. And I'm like, yeah, babe. Yeah, babe. Yeah, babe. Click. Okay. Back to work. Because the second I get into my car in silence, the, the to-do list comes in at full, uh, what's the (laughs) word for antenna? You yeah, know what I'm full, full bars, yeah, yeah. five bars. Yeah, yeah honey, it's like coming in listen, crystal clear. It's beautiful. When we're running around the house and I'm just managing getting out the door, getting ready for work, whatever, then I get in the car. It's silent. I'm like, oh, shit, I still need to call Spectrum. Well, I can't call Spectrum while I'm at work. I need you to call Spectrum. Right. Because they're going to be closed by the time I get home and we're going to be talking to somebody in India. Right. So well, I need you to call luckily, during business Regardless of how, of how you have think of how the process works it's like a, it's like a, it's like if we go to a restaurant but you're you literally get, you get sitting to, at home dave you can just write a to-do list <laughs> i know but i'm making i'm making hours worth of content so but you've got your tabs open you've got it ready to go listen you're not wrong i need we need like a to-do list sheet of paper that lives like on the fridge and we because you you know our dry erase board has things that we have failed on the to-do list all year long the SAPS Instagram page. The, this I hope people aren't getting overwhelmed by hearing us talk about this, but it's important that we need like a uh, like a, a to do list. But that you is understand updated. that like um, I've got my to do list on the calendar, and I'm just slowly checking it off by myself. Meanwhile, you have no to do list. How do you? And you're you just I don't have a barreling list. through whatever comes to your mind three videos as they come to you, and you're not like filling your leftover time with anything that helps me out at all. Well, I would disagree. I, I have been, my since we've moved here, I make a video, I unpack a box. I make a video, I unpack a box. And I've, I've unpacked like a lot of, I'm trying to pick up the slack, you understand? Like I'm letting, I'm not, I'm not making fun of you for sleeping while I unpack. I shut the door to but and put the Bluetooth headphones on. literally this is how this whole on. conversation started, is that we literally got six hours of sleep max a night the entire weekend and then i went straight to work on monday and i've been working full days ever since then i'm exhausted i i totally get it honey i totally get it this is i'm picking up the the receiving end of the slack here on unboxing things i've been at home i've gotten i know and i know you go like oh you barely notice but obviously we look at 
the empty boxes. We've probably unboxed half of our boxes. It's just one of those things. But my I'm, point is, and I appreciate you picking up the slack here. I appreciate you moving all of the boxes into the truck and doing the brunt of the physical work. But my point is, is that if you had just like listened to me and my plan for moving in the first place, this whole thing could have gone a lot easier and it would be a lot easier now. I understand. I do. And I don't like to see you being exhausted. And I know, I know how Tasha feels when she gets exhausted and I love you when you're fully awake and I love you when you're exhausted, even when you're upset at me. What I'm saying is that we, you know, even six or seven years into our seven years into our relationship, we still are learning the sign language or the tada language that gets from expectation to reality because I don't prioritize my stuff necessarily because it's more important to me I pr I do it because it's the easiest thing I can understand so it's almost like when you when you speak multiple languages and you get drunk you just resort back to your main language <laughs> you just start or whatever that's a stupid analogy but you understand like I just know what I can do and I can't read your mind and while while you're shouting from the mountaintop thinking you're explaining it all and, and in, in a lot of ways you are and I am just dropping the ball because I'm not trying to make excuses for that. I'm saying there, I do, at the end of the day, I do want you to feel great in our new place. And it is amazing. I mean, what an upgrade. So I wanted to talk about the, the things that we're doing so people can like know why they're sticking around and investing in us because the last couple months have been, yeah, I would say all of 2021 has just been a real grind for the podcast. I think, I think when the pandemic started, we had like an, an an initial sort of breath of fresh air from like the everyday routine. But then we kind of, you know, by not having guests and having set schedules, it kind of just became, um, I don't want to call it a chore because I think when we actually get on the podcast, we really enjoy it. But it's it's just become something that we haven't given the right amount of time to. So that way, so we've had to almost force it into different scenarios, like force it in on a Sunday night or this or that. So it's a great idea that you have to like get it on a, specific time and really give it a chunk of day because you know there always there is always enough time in the day it's just you know when when you're behind on things when you're swimming in the deep and it doesn't feel that way so what would you what would you think would make a good podcasting setup within our new place because we basically have a backyard that we're going to divide up into three you can't call it quadrants because the quadrants are four what do you call it if it's a group well, of i think three? it can't it will be four co I, quadrants because we're going to leave a blank space for like being able to work out over there but basically we cool. have if you it's like a it's like a long it's like a cylindrical oh so imagine four blocks that are stacked like a long tetris piece right yeah we've got a big rectangular back patio uh the biggest section is a little raised area of concrete where i want to put down turf and like make that like the fun loungy like palm springs vibe just like our relaxation, our zen area. Put a couple of lounge chairs there, get the turf out, uh, a and little umbrella. And we moved to a place, even though it's only a few minutes east, it, 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 it is on the way to the desert, so it is warmer. It's more inland. So, like, this will get... Why are you laughing? Do you really think it's going to... I mean, make I, that bigger. I think it's going to get a lot hotter. I think it's going to get 5 to 10 degrees hotter where we are now than where we were. Yeah, I do. 
And then the next little section is going to be our kitchen table. Because what do you want? Sorry, but to be just be specific. I was specific. No, what do you want in the Palm Springs area? We're going to get a couple like a little cute little coffee table, a couple loungers, um, you know, some sort of shade thing. I already said that an umbrella. What about for like the wall area? Do you think there's anything we can put up to like for the backdrop? Because we have these high walls. We've got, brand, we've got leaves behind us. I think it's good as it. But even if we have like hooks coming down that are holding like something, we could always put like, uh, you know, it could always be decorations or something. Cool. Okay. And then the next spot. The next spot is going to be our kitchen table because it is still a small space uh, inside. So we have opted to have our kitchen table outside instead of inside so that we can have more living room. Which inside. is where we are right now. Uh, so yeah, we're sitting at our kitchen table. So I want to either get like a couple benches for seating out here because these chairs won't last outside, uh, or get a few outdoor chairs, like four outdoor chairs to sit at this outdoor kitchen table. Then the next area, we're going to put it like a little like outdoor seating section, like a little like outdoor sectional couch or something or a small couch and a couple chairs and maybe like a little fire pit. And I think that's probably where we're going to do the podcasting because it's going to be like the most conversational the way the seating is. The little fire pit is uh, built into the coffee table. Like it's a circular coffee table and then a fire pit with a nice little like serving tray that goes on top. That kind of like when you put the fire out. Actually, I think you can pull the whole fire pit out. You know, it's got like um, you can put charcoal or just like wood fire, but it has that little mesh screen thing that goes on top. So you don't, you know, because when you live in the desert, you know, you can't just have embers floating around that starts a worldwide fire. So what else? What else would go in that zone? Would there be anything on the ground, like a rug wise or anything? Maybe, maybe a little outdoor rug. The only problem is that like we're we're gonna have to figure out how to get Boone to know where to pee. Since we've started the podcast, he shit over there and he peed twice over there. So we're trying to we're trying to train him to to know where to pee. But I I guess for him right now with nothing set up, he doesn't know where he's supposed to go. I mean, I put a little grass over there specifically for his pee area, but I think what we're going to have to do is keep him on leash out here first thing in the morning uh, when he goes outside to go potty and walk him over to that area, reward him when he does it in the right spot. Um, That's a great idea. We're just going to have to retrain him that that's the space where he's supposed to go potty. We have to get like the best treats ever that he just goes nuts for. The funniest part with the turf that we got him is that the turf is is relatively long, but the dog is so long that he'll literally get his feet on the turf and his dick won't even make it to the turf. So he's just pissing on the cement. But at least if he's in that area, he's trying. We can get him a couple more little turf squares for that area and make it a little bigger. And the best part is is that um, when the ice cream truck goes by the neighborhood, about 50 dogs start howling. And I'm at first we thought they were all living together. It sounded like they were all the, from the same, but I think they're all the neighborhood dogs. Like when I walked Boone to my car the other day, the dogs looked at him like it, like they were construction workers catcalling some chick <laughs> walking by. They're like, woo, yeah, new dog, what's going on? Like there's a whole like uh, Zoom call of dogs in the neighborhood just all calling each other out, which is very interesting. So um, that's all, that, yeah, that's all what's going to happen out here. And um you know, it might not seem like a lot for uh, whoever's listening in, you know, Des Moines, but uh, for Los Angeles, it's kind of um, 
an, an, an awesome amount of space that we have yeah, here. Yeah, it's a huge luxury, that's for sure. So I mentioned uh, our outlets. I, I plugged, I was as I was plugging things into our office, I could, it felt like the first time these plugs have ever been used. Like it felt like I was like breaking a hymen, the hymen of the plug. I and mean, that's the only way to relate it. Like it was like a tight plug. And we, you know, come from a, a building that's a you know, hundred years old where like plugs hang out of the wall, like barrel, like there's been earthquakes that like uh, on the two Richter scale that have knocked plugs out of our wall. And so to, to, to live, to, like to have our little heating set up here that blows like gentle, warm air and we can set it to 80 degrees uh, if we want to is amazing because at our old place, we had like the ther- the ther- um, thermostat was kind of like an abacus and you had to just like tap it. But if you tapped it with the wrong fingernail, it would be hot as Hades. And if you, but if you tapped it and like, oh, that sounds good. You freeze to death at night. <laughs> like it was so not a scientific thing and in today's world while it sounds so basic and privileged and stupid for us to have outlets and heat and a dishwasher that we've already messed up the soda stream bottles in um by the way is there a dry is there a dry setting in the dishwasher because you know if we don't if we don't undo the dishes and they just sit like in in their own water that's no good so i didn't know if there's a dry setting there, I mean, all cups will, like, if a cup tips over, it'll get filled with water. Right. But there, I mean, it should be drying. But even, like, the top of the mugs, even when they're upside down, there was, like, pools of water. So I was like, oh, I wonder if there's no, like, dry, if, if we didn't turn on the, the dry setting for Neither it. Neither of us has had a dishwasher in many years. But, yeah, when I unload my parents' dishwasher, there's water and everything. You just yeah. dip it out. So, you know, what we need to do away. is get some, you know, what we should do is get some Tada embroidered uh, dish towels. Love it. Love it. Do you like that idea? I'm ready to throw out all of our old bath towels and stuff. I mean, I guess we can keep a couple just like for, for the, the backyard. Backyard dog. Just whatever. Like, you but know, but keep none the of the towels ours, we, we stole from hotels because those are good for lounging outside. <laughs> no, I just, we have a hodgepodge of towels right now. And like, sure, they could stay for the backyard or for the dog or whatever for messes. It is funny that you and I both have our towels from our single life. We've just merged <laughs> together. You have a pink towel. I'm like using a pink towel for no reason. <laughs> but yeah, if we could just throw out all those old towels and rags and microfibers and whatever that we've just collected over the years and just get one new set of towels and use those as our everyday towels. And same with like the dish towels. We have a ton of like hodgepodge. See, this is what you're not going to like, but I want to do that with plates. We do have an assortment of plates. Luckily, I I dropped a few boxes, so they broke a few. I don't, I don't know why you're still harping on that. I already threw out a bunch of plates. I'm just saying it's going to be great. It's one of those things where like, We've basically uncovered, and we'll wrap up on this, I guess, unless there's anything else we want to talk about. But we've basically uncovered a a Airbnb. Like this is the kind of like Airbnb vibes. It's like very specific. It's very clean and tidy. It's br- it's like virtually brand new. Yet we're bringing a decade's worth of junk into it. Obviously not wanting to. So the question well, is going to be. Well, and that has been my worst fear the whole time, which is why I begged you a month in advance to please go through your stuff and throw out things that we don't need. Yeah. And I am happy to say I've thrown out a ton of cable cords, which obviously don't take up much space. But yeah, we're going to have to, um, you know, that's 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 what's going to happen now is we're just going to um, slowly make sure that like what, what comes with us to the next version of our lives doesn't need to be, um, you know, certain pillows and certain things. And you know, l- that we're actually lucky because we ordered a, a new couch and it's not going to arrive for a few weeks. 
so we've been we've we've actually it's okay right now like we've got a, a little bit of space to like work with things as we undo it all but what i'll do is i'll post an instagram story kind of mentioning everything we talked about so you can go follow on instagram or do you want to do that let's get let's draw some traffic to, to you we'll post it on your i'll tag you in it you can retag i don't it. know what you're talking about um i'm just trying to promote your instagram <laughs> everyone go follow tasha at tasha courtney and um, you're getting some new followers from my YouTube. All yeah, these really lovely, nice people. All these lovely ladies. Uh, big prayers and shout out to Teresa. And uh, I don't know if she'll listen to this, but uh, we uh, we appreciate you, and we know you're we know you're yeah battling some health issues, and uh, you've never been so positive. We've got Teresa. Literally, she's she's got um, she's uh, overcoming the C word, right? And uh, battling going to chemo and at the same time inviting us over for dinner. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, I'll host dinner. I should be good. It's like, oh, geez, Teresa, take care of yourself. But those are the types of people that we're, we are appreciative of that have been supporting us and, you know, sending like we've, we actually we've got like a stack of Target cards now. And some some people have donated us, you know, different things. And we do appreciate all the little donations. And Leah from Michigan she was uh, asking us how she can like send us a housewarming gift. So to everyone out there that's been sending us gifts and, and thoughts, we really appreciate it. We really don't need much from people right now other than your support. So we appreciate everyone's support. Is there anything else that um, that I missed there? So hopefully for the next couple episodes, you'll you'll be a part of seeing us grow and we're, uh, we're capturing some videos. So we'll show you um, the renovations as they happen. Or I shouldn't say renovations, more like... Um, uh, as we get home decor, Tasha's ordered a bunch of uh, new little home decor things, uh, and we have some sponsorships and uh, a bed frame. Bed frame and mat- when is when's the bed frame and mattress coming? I don't know. We ha- I need to look for a docu sign in our email. This is going to be interesting, folks, because the because right now we have a memory foam mattress on the ground, and the dog <laughs> thinks he can. Just it's right walk. at his level. It's so he can, he hasn't been able to jump up on the couch or on the bed for a long time it's without been a couple, assistance. It's been about two years since the dog has been able to jump onto the bed. And now that the mattress is on the floor, like we're a couple of college kids, uh, he he has made himself right at home whenever you and I aren't looking. And then Easily. I have to go in there and wrestle him off the bed. And we haven't left him alone here yet, but um, he's happy as a clam. He really is. So it's it's good for the dog that he's twelve now. He 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 never has to see a uh, step again. You know he's a he's a short looking dog. He can't be he can't be walking up steps. This is not these steps aren't meant for basset hounds. He's uh, he's just a ramp guy now. But um, we and someone had mentioned we need to get him dog beds in all the different rooms. I know you have said that because like uh, he, yeah I, he needs a nice memory foam or something. Uh, for each, for one in the living room and one in the bedroom for sure. Because otherwise he's going to try and climb on our couch, on our new couch, which is not allowed. I don't yeah. want him trying to climb on that. So we need to get him like a very nice, comfy memory foam in the living room for when he's home alone and for him to sleep at night and be comfy. He's and an old man. He deserves We also need to get, get him protection on, a, on his joints. People write in, how often do you wash your dog? What's the What's the normal dog washing because I feel like most people that have like backyards, like grass, like whenever we would stay at your parents' house with the backyards out of grass, it and it sounds so stupid to say this, but we've we've lived in virtually like city environments where the dog doesn't clean his paws off on like fresh dew grass, which is like sounds it's so, in in him being so short to the ground that includes his belly too. His belly just gets dirt on yeah, it. Yeah, Los Angeles is, a, is just dusty, especially since it's like. 90% cement and even this back area it's 
it's pretty dusty. Um, it just doesn't rain here enough and to like the wash Santa away Anna, all the dust. Yeah, the Santa Ana winds come in and they actually just blow dust. I don't know. I don't know the. I'm not a meteorologist, but it's it's an interesting phenomenon out here. So, um, not to mention all the all the forest fires. Literally, um, uh, ash. Ash, ash will literally rain in. It's it's wild. You think it's the apocalypse, but um, so yeah. So uh, um. So that's going to be exciting, and um, I'm thinking now that we have an outdoor hose again. Uh, one of the one of the other perks, like we have a deep sink and an outdoor hose, to be able to wash something not inside is amazing. So like the hose has some like really powerful. I mean, it's a, it's a good it's a good water flow they got going on over here. So to like yesterday, I gave the dog just a good rinse off outside, and then he was able to dry off in the nice afternoon sun. To time to time a dog wash and because my and my thought was is you've wanted to get a like white linen couch and the dog when he like over time when he walks up next to things he makes them dirty I don't know what it is he'll literally like our bed frame it was humans white. do that too it's just about like constant cleaning like I was in uh, at one of my jobs the other day and I noticed that the bathroom door had that like gray kind of grime next to where the handle is. It's like where people oils or dogs. Yeah. The oils touch surfaces. And unless you're constantly cleaning or cleaning the dog or cleaning the dog, I mean, that's just going to happen. Yeah. So yeah, he's, I mean, there's no reason he can't have a weekly bath. We have beautiful weather year round. And he has to be twice a week. And uh, we've got a hose and a backyard. Well, we need to get a nice, a, a nice big vat of dog shampoo. Something we can just pump it, go and just power wash this dog and maybe even get, you know, get it so that he's got like chained up right near that drain or something just so we can, I don't know, we'll figure it out. But uh, people, uh, I got more comments yesterday on my Instagram for posting myself up uh, toweling off the dog. People just, he looked like he was, um, uh, like uh, he, he didn't, he was non-reactive to me moving. He was just absorbing the sun as he was being towel dried. Very spoiled situation we have here. So anyway, you can follow our exploits. Um, I'm at D Neals. You guys know that D N E A L Z and Tasha's at Tasha Courtney. I've also, um, start, started to spruce up my, uh, email list for when the world opens back up. Um, we're actually going to be, uh, starting a merch line, which will be a lot of fun. Tasha, do you have any, uh, phrases you say? People write in, write in if you think Tasha says something. Usually the audience picks up on it better than we do. If Tasha has a phrase she says, um, or you know what would be good is a highly sensitive person t-shirt. That would be good. Like stay 10 feet away, highly sensitive person approaching. That would, or that would be really good to have like at the, if you're going to the grocery store, back up socially distant. I don't care. I don't care about the pandemic. Just stay away from me. We'll get you one of those. People like the snarky things. Anyway, folks, time to get out of here. Tasha's going to work. We're actually chilly. It's going to rain this morning. We did this right before a rainstorm comes. So uh, stay in touch. Follow us, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Oh, that's not it. Put cannon in deal. Want some bacon? Want to cook our first bacon? Let's see this.